Hi, everybody. Welcome to the 2022 first podcast of My Hockey Live. I'm Mark Igo alongside Paul McNamara and Jamie Staffsley on production. We want to thank our sponsors first and foremost, Sullivan Tire, Nolan Insurance, and our newest sponsor, Full Clean Hand Sanitizer, which can be find on, found on Amazon. Uh, Paul, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Mark. Uh, it's been a, it's been a quick tour around the frozen ponds, as our friend Jim Clark would say, but, uh, it's awesome. Everybody is saying it's such a great feeling to be back to playing regular season hockey this year after, um, a, a huge bump on the road last year. And it was felt by everybody, the, the kids, the coaches, the schools, the parents, our grandparent, uh, loyal fans in Florida and Arizona who watch my hockey live religiously and um mark uh, your job has been quadrupled in trying to get as many teams as want to be on uh the platform uh booked into games and uh everybody is is uh happy that hockey's being played around the region uh, as well as other sports which are part of our be big live platform but you know our focus tonight is hockey and uh it's great to be back i guess that's the uh, prevailing sentiment among uh, the hockey community. Yeah, I completely agreed. I mean, it, it was such a strange 2021 season and obviously no tournament at the end of the year and really no makeup game. So at least, you know, what we're seeing here now, as you said, Paul, the athletic directors and the coaches jumping through all sorts of hoops here, um, you know, trying to get these games rescheduled, which is a good sign. You know, it's good to see, you know, a game might get bumped a week or two, but uh, they are going to play the games, and uh, it looks like we are going to have a tournament. And um, you know, speaking of which, uh, you know, we'd we'd be remiss not to mention Pat Serio, uh, you know, and, and our loss of Pat um, back in early '21, and uh, you know, led us to our first uh, our inaugural Pat Serio Cup uh, that finished just a few weeks ago uh, at the end of December. And um, I know Paul, obviously, you had the the pleasure of calling all of those games and the pleasure of presenting the Pat Serio Cup. And, you know, you, me, and Jamie had uh, sat down with uh, Sally Serio and, and did a nice interview, which can be found on our, our website, um, on the About page, and also on our Vimeo channel. But um, let's uh, get right into uh, talking and recapping the Pat Serio Cup, which was a fabulous uh, inaugural kickoff uh, for that tournament. Yeah, I mean... We can never underestimate how much Pat meant to us, certainly, but how much he meant to high school sports and high school hockey. I mean, he took to this this endeavor that we embarked on. It's not about us. It's about the kids and the families. You know, we love doing it, but but Pat was right there and got things launched and expanded the production team and taught the, a couple of the kids that are now, you know, our go-to couple of our go-to guys among the four or five that we depend on day in and day out, not week in and week out. And Pat's an inspiration. And to have his name on the trophy means so much to his family, as we saw speaking with Sally, and we're in constant touch with Sally, his wife. And, you know, the, it, it was, you're right, Mark, it was a pleasure for me to be 
involved in it once again. I was away from the tournament for a few years because we had other games and, and, uh, our colleague Jake Levin had kind of taken over the, the handling of the, uh, MHL Cup tournament, uh, which involved Framingham and Zavarian, St. John's of Shrewsbury and Marshfield High School. And it, it was a pleasure to be back involved in it this year. They, they had to split venues because of, you know, local regulations and all that. But, uh, the final, uh, the semifinal and the final were played down in Canton and it was a good turnout. It was great competition. Zavarian will have their names on the first Pat Serio so named cup, uh, because they prevailed over Marshfield in the finals two to nothing. And it was a heck of a game. Um, you know, a Catholic team and a, and a public school team and the eternal debate goes on, but Marshfield, you know, they, they play a tough schedule like some of the, um, the other public schools do. They're not afraid to, to get into the Catholic conference. They're not worried about getting a loss or a tie on their resume because the kids get better. And, you know, Zavarian had to fight tooth and nail for that two to nothing win. And at the time they were the number one team in the state undefeated and Marshall gave them everything they, they, they could handle. And Zavarian was a fitting champion. And it was great to be able to present the cup to the Hawks. But also, um, you know, we should mention that uh, six individuals stood out in that tournament over the course of two nights. And we did pick an all-tournament team. Uh, Evan Perante from St. John's of Shrewsbury, the Pioneers, um, was on that team, the senior leader on a very young team. And he had a great couple of nights, deserved to be on the team uh, from Framingham. Uh, they scored two goals over the two nights and they were both scored by a sophomore named Noah Albright. He, uh, fittingly made, made the team as well. Um, the other four guys, two from each of Marshfield and Zavarian, three more sophomores. Uh, so out of the six guys we picked, uh, four of them were sophomores and the two sophomores from Marshfield, Tommy Carroll and Will Doherty had terrific games over those two nights. And for Zavarian, their senior, Kevin Parrish, uh, an alternate captain, scored three goals over the two nights and deserved to be on the team. And a surprise to some, but Cole LeBlanc, a sophomore defenseman, also earned a spot on that team with uh, some great play during those two games. So, um, you know, we could have picked 12 or 15 guys that would have deserved to be on that team, but but those six kind of stood out, and uh, they are members of this year's Pat Serio Cup Tournament all-tournament team. That's terrific. And I, you know, those, those games are available on our um, all access uh, on demand channel, the free classics channel there. And you can watch all of those games as well as the, the presentation of the trophies. And uh, we had some just incredible videos of the coaches uh, speaking about Pat and, and his legacy and what, what Pat meant to um, all four programs because he, uh, covered a lot of their games and um and that you know is kind of how we rounded out 2021 and uh, you know right into here we are right into 2022 staring at um still some unbeatens um you know uh, Belmont and Algonquin uh on the girls side of things uh, they're they're eight no and Belmont Marauders on the boys side are eight no and uh you know just you know you know there's definitely some teams that are you know out of the gate here, I guess we finished the first quarter of the season and, um, you know, certainly an exciting time of year. 
uh, we'll start uh, increasing the frequency of our podcast as well. And hopefully, uh, you know, we'll have Jake and Brandon and others and, and Jim Clark on here uh, as we get going. But um, when you talk about some of those top 25 teams, Paul, and uh, and uh, and what you've seen so far, obviously you've been out at a lot more rinks than I have. <laughs> All right. There aren't many teams. I know you're in Florida for some work right now, and there's not a lot of high school teams that get to play in Florida, so you've not seen as many as some of us up here in the in the a little bit chillier weather mark. But um, anyway, uh, you're right. There there are a number of teams that still, you know, because of the scheduling and some of the cancellations. We were talking about it last night. Some teams have have only played about a quarter of their season, and other teams have played as much as a third or maybe more of their seasons. Uh, where they haven't been hit as much by cancellations. But, you know, looking at the girls' side of the ledger, um, girls' Division One, you know, some familiar names there with Austin Prep at 7-0-0 and Notre Dame Academy, who has lost some games to cancellations. They're still undefeated, uh, but they've only played three or four games. Arlington High is uh, 4-0 or 3-0-1. I don't have the updated for um, last night's all last night's results, but you got teams like Winthrop and Acton Boxborough that are having great early season runs, and then in Division Two, Duxbury uh, has gotten out of the gate very well. They were six zero and two after their first eight. Uh, Sandwich undefeated after four. Algonquin Hudson, as you mentioned, eight zero and one over their first nine. Uh, they've moved up in the rankings in Division Two. You've also got Winchester that was uh, undefeated after four. And Westwood at four zero and one after their first four games. So, you know, with with more and more schools uh, fielding girls teams, I mean, those divisions are going to get tougher and tougher. We did say some familiar names, familiar uh, teams that are always in the hunt early, but you know, it 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 wouldn't be uh, too hard to fathom that another year or two they're going to have to expand to three divisions of of girls hockey. And, um, and get more competitive and get more teams in those state tournaments as well. And of course, you know, if I could predict the future, I would have hit, you know, mass millions of the Powerball a couple of weeks ago. But I would say that in two years when the Super Eight, uh, conversations comes back around to the MIAA, uh, there'll certainly be a girls component of that tournament, uh, in order for the boys to get back into the Super Eight, which should happen down the road if the coaches, you know, have have their say. Um, and speaking of the boys, um, I think you've got the top 25 overall there. The boys are have, have been relegated to four divisions this year, which some people may not be aware, but um, you've got the top group in Division 4, for instance, uh, by some polls this week, Stoneham, Sandwich, Norwell, Nantucket, and Watertown. As the top five in the rankings, nobody undefeated. The first undefeated team is listed as number six with Fitchburg Monty Tech at uh, 6-0 and 0 after their first six games. Division three, Marlboro leading the way in terms of a poll, uh, pick 5-0 and 1 after their first six. You got Medway at 7 and 1, Situate at 4 and 2, Hanover at 6 and 2, the familiar Hanover Indians always in the hunt. And Linfield High School at six and one after their first seven games and undefeated Dighton Rehoboth Seacock through seven games along with Bishop Stang, uh, undefeated and Neshoba, uh, on the list. 
Division two, Tuxbury has led the way along with Norwood, uh, undefeated through six games. And then you've got familiar names like Maskinomit, Gloucester, Walpole, Canton at, uh, three, two and one over their first six games, but always, uh, playoff, uh, experienced and a contender. Uh, Longmeadow, Plymouth North, Mansfield, and Algonquin, other teams to name in Division Two. Um, before we get to Division One, uh, maybe you'd want to respond to some of that, Mark, and uh, maybe some surprises or some, you know, usual suspects. Yeah, no, uh, a lot of usual suspects at the top of those right. boards, and uh, you know, it's funny you, you mentioned Florida. It gives me a great opportunity to watch all the games on my hockey live. So I do get to see a lot of the games, probably more games than what I'd see if I was up north. Uh, but right, uh, right. So yeah, I that wasn't a dig at you <laughs> in any way. <laughs> no, no, I was saying I, I enjoy the coverage and I enjoy watching. And, uh, you know, I mean, we've had Falmathon recently as we get into some of the D1 stuff and, and things like that. But, um, you know, we, we've had, you know, Arlington Hingham on the other day and, you know, as you said, Franklin, you know, they've played 11 games, you know, I mean, right. so, you know, there are some teams, Bridgewater's played 10. So, you know, there's teams, uh, like you said, that have, you know, almost halfway home and then others that have played five or six games. So, you know, it's been a, a bit of a mix, but um, I love the fact that we've had more girls games on. I'd love to see more of that. You know, we have Baldwin Catholic and Archie's uh, on pretty regularly now, uh, which is great uh, from the girls side of things. And, uh, you know, so it's, um, you know, it's, it's an exciting time of year. And uh, to see teams, we've had hang on the last couple of games where, you know, they've kind of turned it on. You know, they were starting out a little slow. They're now at six and three and, um, you know, playing their best hockey right now. Uh, again, only nine games played, but uh, certainly um, well on their way. And, and I think, you know, you nailed it. Severian seems to be the team that uh, everybody's chasing right now at seven and one, and they, you know, they look solid. We've, we, again, we're very fortunate to have a great relationship with Severian, and we cover a lot of their games, and um, you know, we get to see their players, and uh, you know that, um, you know, that makes for you know exciting times in uh, boys division one. Yeah, and uh, let's delve into division one a little bit here. Uh... You know, at the top of the list, Avarian has been supplanted by St. John's Prep in some polls, uh, with St. John's Prep knocking off Savarian last Saturday night on a game we had on uh, My Hockey Live. And, you know, it was a tie game with four minutes left in the game. And St. John's went ahead three to two on a good play. And then uh, they went ahead four to two on a, um, a goal that was a fortunate bounce for St. John's. Nothing against the goal scorer or anything like that. And then they had an open net goal to make it a 5-2 final, which some people just looking at the score might have thought, uh, you know, it was a, it was a lot, a lot more one-sided, but that was a heck of a close game. Zavarian bounced back and, um, won their next game over BC High. So they are seven and one, uh, St. John's Prep, uh, beating Marlin Catholic last night. They moved to six and one and Arlington High at, uh, six, one and one now, uh, after a tie game with Belmont High last night. And I think I've kind of circled Belmont High to talk about a little more here. Sure. Um, you know, the, the, we mentioned usual suspects. Well, you know, St. John's Prep, Arlington's a variant, CM, Pope Francis, who, and Hingham, who are in, in the latest poll by one organization, which is pretty reliable. 
uh, Hockey Night in Boston. Uh, those are the top six. They had Belmont at seven and Braintree, another team that's having a great early season run at number eight. Well, let's look at Belmont. Uh, I believe we have them at eight oh and one, uh, at my hockey live. They've actually played two other games, um, in a New Hampshire tournament that may not show up in the, in the, um, uh, message, the MIAA, uh, records, but, you know, some organizations do count those. And at 10 and one overall, you know, they're a force to be reckoned with here under coach Tim Foley. And, you know, they've, they're not, they're opening some eyes, but other people have known that the Belmont program has been building back better to use a term that I don't really like, but, um, they, they are a force in the Middlesex League and in the state overall. And, uh, they're gonna, they're gonna be there at the end. A veteran team. Um, you know, some of the teams are playing a lot of younger kids, but Belmont has great leadership and, uh, kids that have been there before. They've been in the tournament. They played in the Super 8 a few years ago and, uh, they won, uh, Division 1 in 2019, I believe. And, you know, they're, they're a legit program and they're, they're certainly, they're probably looking at that ranking saying number seven, we'll take on anybody ahead of us. And they did playing league rival Arlington last night and it was a 2-2 final. So, you know, you've got, you've got the cream of the crop rises as the season moves forward. But as you go down the rankings, I mean, nine Austin prep, 10 Waltham, 11 Woburn, who plays Belmont this weekend. Number 12, BC High with a tough record, a tough early season kind of up and down, but they'll be there all season. Falmouth, as you mentioned, undefeated under Coach Paul Moore. Um, they caught a couple of teams shorthanded, but, you know, Falmouth is competitive. Paul Moore is a terrific coach, and uh, the program keeps most of its kids, and they have made a name for themselves of late under Coach Moore, and they check in at 13. Malden Catholic will probably drop off a little bit. They were at 14. Uh, they lost to St. John's Prep last night. Winchester out of the Middlesex League. Marshfield, who's played a, a very tough schedule early on, 4-3-1 and one after their first seven, but better than their record. Reading High School, Central Catholic, Natick, and as you mentioned, Franklin. Uh, Franklin, 5-5 five and five after their first 10, and I think they won last night. Uh, they've played a tough schedule. And they, they're not shying back from anybody. They've got several of those teams in the top 10 on their schedule for the rest of the year. So Franklin will be tournament tested and they're also taking part in the Ed Burns, uh, tournament, which we probably won't have time to get to tonight, but, uh, a new endeavor arranged by a lot of the public school courses with 16 public school teams and Franklin will be one of them. And, um, I've kind of gone on a monologue here, Mark, but I'll throw it back to you to, right. to comment on some of that stuff. Yeah, no, and, uh, you know, one team you didn't mention was Catholic Memorial, who's sitting at 5-1, and one, and Coach Rooney's got that team positioned and uh, coming off a win over uh, St. John Shrewsbury uh, last night, uh, beating them 5-1. to one, And, uh, yeah, they'll be in there. They'll be in the mix, as uh, a lot of the, the Catholics will be, and, and that's going to be a good lead into our big tournament this weekend, Paul, because uh, – we're really excited um, to have a, an involvement with the Catholic Conference Showcase this Sunday, January 16th. Uh, six Catholic Conference teams 
going to head to head over in Canton and uh, my hockey line will be covering all three games. So it's an exciting time. And, uh, you know, just, you know, something that was probably in the making for a while. I know coach Kucher from Malden Catholic stepped up and kind of took the reins and, and pulled us in early to, to help him out with it. And, uh, you know, I think the inaugural uh, 2022 Catholic conference showcase is going to be something that uh, is going to stick around for a while, but this is going to be a buzz. Yeah, that it, it's a great uh, idea that the coaches had. And as you said, Coach Chris Kutcher of uh, Malden Catholic was kind of the, one of the driving forces behind this. And the setup is all six teams under one roof, one day, um, three games on tap. They're going to use both rinks. At noon, it'll be uh, CM squaring off with Zavarian again, referring back to that poll, the number three and the number four teams in the state playing at noon on Sunday, this Sunday, the 16th. And then on the other side at 120, uh, Malden Catholic will skate against BC High in that one. So that'll be going on simultaneously. And then when the first game gets done in uh, in the first rink, uh, the two St. John's schools will square off, St. John's of Shrewsbury and St. John's Prep. And uh, they'll play in the 2 o'clock game Um Again, the, the middle game will not be done when that game starts, but we'll have two crews there on Sunday to bring you all the action of the Catholic Conference Showcase. It's a great opportunity for fans to come in the building. Uh, one entry fee will uh, give you an opportunity to watch three games, six of the top programs in the state, and uh, all playing league games. Um, for Zavarian, it's a home game, and for the other uh Five teams, it's a neutral site encounter, but they're all familiar with each other. I mean, the coaches know each other. There's not a lot of surprises when Catholic Conference teams match up, and uh, familiarity sometimes does breed contempt, but uh, this will be one of the two meetings between the two teams each uh, as the season progresses, and it should be a great day for Hockey Sunday in Canton and live on My Hockey Live. Yeah, for those that want to get out there, it's a $5 general admission. And if you're a scout, uh, you know, yeah, there's a VIP access. Uh, you can sign in at the front desk and uh, the uh, uh, coaches will take good care of you while over there. And, of course, if you can't make it out there, uh, My Hockey Live will have all three games uh, broadcasting. And I know, Paul, you'll be over there. Uh, I will be, the, God uh, willing, uh, if I can, you know, get this frog out of my throat here. <laughs> so so we have a lot coming up and you mentioned Be Big Live and that's our sister broadcast outlet uh, you know BeBigLive.com where we're covering everything from skiing to uh, basketball men's and, and women's and uh, you know so swim, there's plenty going on, on Friday with, with Mark <laughs> next Friday on Friday uh, for Central Catholics so uh so plenty, plenty of offerings out there for those that uh, want to watch high school and prep school uh, athletics. Uh, both my hockey live and be big live have plenty of games coming up. And um, you know, certainly if uh, there's something you want us to share on our next podcast or you have feedback for us, you can email me at mygo. That's m i g o at myhockeylive.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from all of our listeners and all of our viewers uh, on the broadcast stations. And uh, Paul, we're looking forward to um, keeping this rolling. I think we'll be on a, 
uh, every two weeks, and uh, hopefully uh, the next show we'll have uh, uh, some additional guests, and Jake Levin is certainly going to join us somewhere along the way, and, and Jim Clark, I'm sure, and hopefully we can get a couple of coaches, maybe Coach Kucher sure. uh, following the uh, Catholic uh, Conference Showcase will, will want to join us too and just kind of recap that with us. But uh, in sure. closing, uh, anything you want to touch on before yep. we uh, say goodbye? Yeah, Mark, I want to uh, acknowledge Sullivan Tire, who's been with us for a long time, and Nolan Insurance as well. And uh, you may want to mention we've we've uh, got a new sponsor joining us for the rest of the season. And and mention to anybody listening that uh, with the growth in My Hockey Live and Be Big Live, we are reaching more and more people locally and regionally, and uh, our rates are pretty darn good <laughs> if you compare them to to going on the radio or on television in, in uh, greater Boston or even uh, in print, uh, we've got opportunities to get your messages out there in a number of ways. And the number of people we're reaching and the demographic that we're reaching is a very desirable one, uh, having talked to some marketing people. And uh, there's an opportunity. So Mark's information is right on the website, uh, you can talk to us if you see us at the rink, uh, at a game, or you can reach out to Mark directly and we'd love to have you on board. It's a, it's a heck of a deal. There's great value, uh, in being part of the community and being part of P Big Live and My Hockey Live. Uh, great, great points, Paul. And I, I know, um, you know, a lot of people look up at the schedule and they're like, how can you be doing all these games with so many different teams and things like that? And we try to make it as turnkey as, possible you know i mean our total digital reach is over 33 million these days we've had over 300,000 viewers uh, watch the games that we've been broadcasting and so we put together a localized sales kit for the boosters of most of these teams and they're out there leveraging our inventory to uh, raise funds for their boosters you know and there's gold silver bronze packages for local advertisers whether it's the local pizza shop or the local Realtor, uh, there's plenty of opportunities and plenty of ways to get your teams broadcasted uh, and their games broadcasted on My Hockey Live or BBIC Live. So, again, that uh, information is available and just reach out to me and uh, happy to uh, provide you with uh, any any comments or feedback you need. And with that, um, I want to, again, thank Jamie Staffsleen, our producer here, uh, behind the scenes and making all this work. And uh, we'll be back with you in two weeks and uh, look forward to your feedback. Uh, again, mygo at myhockeylive.com. And uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Paul. My pleasure. Good night, Mark. Good night, Jamie.